It's wine o'clock. Well, it isn't wine tonight. It is very, very special tonight because we are actually, we're getting more refined. We're getting more dignified on the show. I really wish I'd dress better because my guest today is a, well, he's a legend in his field. Dilmar T. Uh, Dilhan C. Fernando is the chairman of Dilmar Tea. He is the director of the Dilmar School of Tea. He's in the country. He's in the city. Lovely to see you, Dilhan. Thank you for coming in. Fantastic to be here on this beautiful evening. Listen to your voice. Do you do radio at home? And when you when you're not in the tea, f- strictly a tea tester. Really? Ah, oh, you've missed your calling. You've got such a beautiful voice. It's great to. I, I don't feel worthy, you know, when, when the opportunity came and they said, you know, Dill Hunt's going to be here and we can do a tasting for tea. Lorraine's here to do the tasting for us. I sort of, you know, you, you're the, you're numero uno. It's great to have you here. Well, you know, it's, uh, there's no ranking. It's just as a tea grower, you have a lot of love for what you do. And, uh, yeah, I guess in that sense, we are passionate about tea. We're going to get to the reason why you're in Australia, why you're here in Adelaide. We should just let people know the incredible story, though, of your family and of this company, because your father, Merrill J. Fernando, 40 years working away, then 1988, bang, Dilmar launches. Now it'd be the most famous tea company in the world, would it not? Well, um, I wish it was. It's it's not. We are still a family business, a family operated business. So um, that imposes certain limitations because my father's principle was no compromise. So no compromise on quality means you can't be the biggest, but you can be the best. So yes, I will. I will take the accolade when it comes to quality, but when it comes to size. That's not our objective. And when it comes to the tea, he was the first producer-owned tea company too. So it was clearly a labour of love for him too. It wasn't just a business where you walk in, you punch the clock. You could just tell that your dad loved it. And I guess that's been filtered on through the generations like yourself. Absolutely. You know, for my father, it was all about the leaf. It was about sharing the the taste, the taste adventure, the different, you know, the strong, the light, the, the bright, the oaky, the, the, the green teas and so on. But also it was about the goodness because tea is so rich in natural antioxidant goodness, L-theanine and all of this, but also to take it beyond. And that's what he asked me to do, to look at how tea works in gastronomy, in mixology and so on. So I think together, um, it's, it's, it's quite a compelling proposition because as a grower, you 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 nurture this plant from the tea nursery. Tea actually starts in a nursery, very much like a child, and then continues through the hand picking, the traditional manufacture, and so on. And it's all about understanding the influence of nature, because it is nature that gives brightness and intensity, and so on. The characteristics of a different tea. But once you understand that, and once you experience that then you realize that you can never compromise. So even when you look at gastronomy, we work with some incredible chefs in Australia. And what we always do is make sure we respect the ingredient, respect the ingredient, whether they're adding ingredients, whether it's a, a cocktail, if it's with mixologists, it's a, it's, it's a beautiful mm. leaf. And keeping it natural and knowing the taste and the goodness, it's a, something that we love. I can see it is a passion. I should have mentioned too, uh, condolences and sorry for your loss. Your father passed away what, last month or he did. so. He passed in uh, July, uh, on the 20th of July. And when you say chairman of Dilma, I'm, I'm sort of looking over my shoulder too. Because, yep. you know, it's, it's, it's a new title, but, uh, 
you know, it's it's uh, for my father. It was all about getting on with the job. So mm. what we do now is focus on honouring the incredible legacy that he leaves. It is a legacy, and both uh, cricket mad country. Ninety three is a great innings. Like that's a lo- that's a life well lived, isn't it? It is. Ninety three, what he was able to do in that time. So you're all about ethics. You're all about integrity. I love the work that you do with charity. I love the work that you do with conservation. Were you destined for a life of tea when your dad is who your dad was? Was that always the path for you? Were you ever, was there any other uh, life for you, I guess, other than Dilma? Well, he did give us the choice. Uh, I would never have broken his heart by going in a different direction. But although he educated us, my brother and I, when I say us, it's it's him and I. Um, But, you know, when you see what you see and understand the philosophy of serving humanity and making sure that what what we do in indulging in our passion in tea that it benefits um, children, um, women in difficult situations, communities in distress, and so on, it's um, it's it's very fulfilling. And I think that's what life is about, isn't it? To to do something you love and to be kind in the process. So really, for me, there's uh, nothing better that I could dream of than than what I'm doing right now. We are blessed to have you in Adelaide. Why are you here? Why are you in our fair city? Why are you in our great country? We love having you here. We know Australians love their tea. Is this a holiday? Is it work? Is it a combination for you? Well, in a family business, and you've got a few brilliant ones in in Adelaide, in South Australia, um, you know there's no such thing as a holiday. So there's two reasons why I'm here. The first is that uh, I visit Australia twice a year. And uh, this time I decided I will start in Adelaide. Typically it was Sydney or Melbourne, and then we come through and to Adelaide, sometimes across to Perth and so on. But this time we're starting in Adelaide. So I flew in this morning because I, and, and, and the reason is I told my son, I love Adelaide because this is a, this is a, a state, uh, Australia, South Australia is a state of, of people and businesses with passion. We've dealt with people this, this, this evening. I was with the the, the Drake family with uh, JP and yep. we've dealt, you know, with Roger. Uh, we've been working together, mm. my father and and now me, for forty years. We've dealt with the Romeos, with uh, mm-hmm. we've been working with the Chapleys. You know, wonderful South Australian businesses and talking about quality and taste and always valuing the consumer, which you don't see in other countries. You mm. don't see in other parts of the world where it's much more about profit and business and so on. Whereas here, it's about doing the right thing. Because you want to do the right thing and not because it's profitable. The second reason is something that we're going to do tomorrow. Mm. So we're going out to the Barossa mm-hmm. and tea and wine have a shared heritage in the terroir of the, the, the herb and, and the grape. So when tea, for example, has a certain brightness, it is the taste of sunshine. It is a taste of the wind conditions. Mm-hmm. So an English afternoon tea is typically a light, bright tea. Whereas you have uh, extra strength, uh, Ceylon, it's an intense, uh, quite a brooding, intense and strong tea. So all of these variations, and we taste 10,000 teas each week at Dilma. Each of those has a different terroir. And each of these is influenced by wind, by rainfall, sunshine, etc. So we're exploring in collaboration with this wonderful professor, Sue Bastian from, from uh, University of Adelaide. We're exploring the parallels between tea and wine in terms of terroir. Mm. So we'll be tasting tomorrow after, afternoon, close session, unfortunately, yes. with uh, a group of students. Do you think that will come down the track? Uh, it is closed, but do you think at some stage you could see more from the Dilmar family 
in that that particular area. Absolutely. Mm. I see that very Sorry. much. So we'll be taking some people from South Australia across to Sri Lanka. We'll mm-hmm. be developing the, the concept and the idea. Yes. Exploring and, and finding the synergy. And then you can be sure that I'll yeah, be back to that. tell you about it. <laughs> Dilhan C. Fernando is here, the chairman of Dilmar Tea, the director of the Dilmar School of Tea. Tea aficionado. We're going to take a short break. Lorraine's going to come in and do some tasting. You've been very kind to bring in some tea for Lorraine to try. Uh, the resplendent island. Teas from the resplendent island uh, of Sri Lanka, of course. Just quickly, J.P. Drake's a different cat, isn't he? He's a good fella. He's a <laughs> He's funny a man. wonderful guy. <laughs> full of life. He is indeed full of life. Uh, back after this, tasting tea on the show. 1395 Adelaide's 5AA. This is Leith Forest. We are in the presence of greatness because here from Dilma Tees in Sri Lanka we have Dilhan C. Fernando who is the chairman of Dilma Tea, the director of the Dilma School of Tea. It is a tasting with a difference tonight. Um, no surprise, much like alcohol, I actually don't drink tea and coffee either. So the, the good news there is that one of our listeners does and that would be Lorraine from Salisbury Downs who is here to do this. Lorraine, lovely to meet you and Hello. thank you for coming in. Thank you. Thank you very much Can for inviting you me. Can believe what's oh, going on here? You've got no, Dilhan, he's just working up a little bit of magic over the side. He's got a camera crew here as well who follow... He's not only got the world's greatest voice, this guy. He's, I know, it's very... He's super handsome and he's got a film handsome. crew. I know, it's Wish I'd worn better clothes. Oh. Um, we might have to get you to just request a song at some stage, uh, Dilhan, before you go too. Just to <laughs> now, what have we, now, we've got a little... Um, so we've got a couple of teas here for Lorraine to taste, but you've also got a mystery tea. What's going on there, Dilhan? Well, we've got... Two mystery teas. Two mystery teas. That uh, have been picked from your pantry. Yes. And uh, we've got uh, our Dilma breakfast tea. It's yeah. a single region tea from mm-hmm. the Dimula Valley. Mm-hmm. Grows at around 4,000 feet above sea level. So it has a, a, a lovely woody character. It has medium intensity. Great for those cold mornings. Mm-hmm. Fantastic energy tea. And then we've got our Earl Grey with vanilla. So Earl Grey typically it's a it's a strong tea. It's from the Ratnapura region where we we find all those beautiful Ceylon sapphires, mm-hmm. and so it's it's quite strong because the the area is it's it's uh, thirty four degrees by day, quite humid, so it's intense. But uh, it has the addition of bergamot, which is a citrus note, and it's got a a, a lovely finish, which is uh, uh, vanilla. It's soft, it's mm-hmm. it's fragrant, so it leaves a lovely finish on your palate it's it's lingering can i tell you how good does the studio smell oh it smells beautiful like in the it? last 30 oh, seconds so these fragrant. studios don't normally smell like this they they smell very different <laughs> to Hannah Push. all right so uh what are we going to do here first all right i think lorraine's going to try one of the t- now is there a so we used to have an announcer here Dilhan, who was very particular, the amount of dunks of his tea bag in his, what do you do for the perfect cup of tea? Is, do you do time? Do you do, are you a squeezer? Do you dip a, a million times? What's the best way to do it for people to get maximum, uh, Dilmar, you know, punch? Good water, critical. So you need good water, filtered water, ideally, if you can't find spring water mm-hmm. and you need uh, at least three minutes for a black tea. If you're taking your tea with milk, give it four or five minutes, but make sure you stir a few times because the water has to come into contact with tea right. to extract the goodness and the taste. Okay. So what we've done here is we've done uh, a little bit of uh, agitating of the tea bag and yep. we've got, uh, well, I hope uh, a, a pretty good brew. Okay. Here we go. Lorraine. 
Okay. Now we should say who who have you brought here on just out of so I've got Murray Murray uh, Murray Welcome. is our country manager here in Australia gotcha and I've got uh, Lakmal and Asanka and uh, these are the guys who've been following me around it's the first time I've been out to Australia yep. since my father passed so we're documenting it because yes. it's such an emotional place for us mm. to come back to Australia okay. how was that first tea Lorraine um, well it's certainly not a Dilmar tea. It's oh. very bitter, very, very bitter. And, um, oh, so this is the mystery tea that's not yours. I think it is. I think it is. Definitely. Murray, I'm so glad that you did that because Lorraine's face was not a face that we normally see when we do a tasting here in the studio. And I was <laughs> very thinking, bitter. Mm. I was thinking, wow, that's on the camera. Um, that's clearly not a Dilmar tea. No, no. Okay. So that's out. Lorraine's going to chuck that in the bin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one tasted like, um, water from Adelaide. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you know about the Adelaide water store? <laughs> hmm. Okay, yep. Yes. These teas look more like um, the Dilmar tea. Yep. Because they're very strong, and that's what I like, a strong tea. Yes. Um, that's why I like the And I didn't realise you had extra strong as well. Yes, we do. And I didn't realise the difference in what, why that makes them different. But you did explain earlier that um, it was because of the different regions that... They come from the different t- climates and temperatures, and that that they. Uh, it's significantly the hours of in. sunshine, the temperature, yep. and the humidity, but also the soils to an extent. The Ooh. smell is beautiful. <laughs> that's a breakfast tea, an English breakfast tea. Mm-hmm. That's mm. that's really nice smell. Mm. No pressure, Lorraine. You've got five men in our studio watching you drink tea. It's very little, hot. Yeah. <laughs> and no sugar and no milk because I usually have lots of yep. different things. But it's, it's nice, nice to have. Yes, it's beautiful. It's nice to have just like that. Yeah. You wouldn't really need sugar and and that's what would be nice. Are you big on sugar? Are you big on milk? I guess it's each to the person. Yeah, well, mm. I always take it just the way Lorraine's that's, taking that's it right lovely. now. It's a neat. But actually, if you, you know, you have such beautiful ingredients here in South Australia. Mm-hmm. My evening tea is a black tea. It's t- it's similar to that English breakfast tea that Lorraine just tried. Yes, and uh, I use um, orange peel, and so you get the oils from the orange. So you put that into the brew. You brew the tea for three minutes, and yep. after three minutes, I put in the orange peel, scoring it a little bit so that the juices come, the the oil comes out. Yep. Then I add a little bit of cardamom, clove, cinnamon. Um, oh. lemongrass or mint, whatever's handy, stuff that's fresh, because you should keep it fresh. And beautiful. you have such beautiful ingredients here. You should. And that's the Earl Grey you're trying there, Lorena. The Earl Grey like is that. beautiful. The smell is, is really lovely. I can smell the orange, actually. Wonderful. When I, when I yeah, swell it around. It's, Again, it's very nice. Sorry to very interrupt, Lorena. I'm a neutral looking. You can tell that just even by the colours of your tea, it's they're beautiful. so different. Without being rude, the, the mystery tea that's not a Dilmar looks like it could just be from the Torrens. Yes, like that is. <laughs> definitely. No, but that's beautiful. That um, And that's the one with the vanilla? Earl Grey with, with honey. That's the Earl Grey, Earl Grey with honey. And it, it's got a vanilla note mm. that comes out where the honey and the uh, bergamot meet. Beautiful. So it's not that there's been vanilla added. Yes. But it's uh, Earl Grey and honey. Well done. Yes, you can't really taste the vanilla so much, but it is um, very fragrant. It's very lovely. Wonderful. And, and it's a, a lovely aftertaste as well. Excellent. It's beautiful. Well, it's a two thumbs up. It's lovely to meet you. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for Real sharing the tea yeah. with 
Lorraine. Thank you for sharing the tea with South Australia. How long do we get you here? So you got your event tomorrow at the Barossa, which is closed. Do you get a little bit of downtime, or are you off to the next city to keep spruiking the ways of Dilma? Murray is brutal. It's South Australians that are lovely, but these Queenslanders, there's something altogether different. Come on, until Friday. What are you doing? (laughs) Well, it's great to have you. I hope you enjoy your stay. It's it's been great to meet you, and I'm sure tea lovers uh, like Lorraine all around the the city and the state too appreciate all of the work that you're doing. And you can tell, I mean, just from a, a, a five-minute radio tasting, the difference is stark. So continued success, keeping up uh, the great tradition your family has done. Um, we wish you all the very best. Thanks Have for coming Have a magnificent in. evening. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I just, do you want to just, uh, can you say now here's Mel with the news in that amazing voice of yours, Dilhan? And now here's Mel with the news.